Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, December 10th. Thank you guys for tuning in. We greatly appreciate your support. Um, if you have a question or a comment, please give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. Um, our guest tonight is Ms. Carol Rashid, but before we speak with Carol, I'm going to turn it over to Denise for some beauty news. Good evening, everyone, and thank you guys for joining the show tonight. Um, just wanted to bring to your attention something that I found that I thought was important, especially because we're talking to uh, Carol tonight about her brand. This is about um, <clears throat> another brand, Sarah Hap. I'm not sure if most people are uh, familiar with Sarah and her lip products, but uh, BGM Ventures secures controlling minority stake in Sarah Hap. Um, if Sarah Hap isn't on your lips today, it hopes to be tomorrow. The brand that put lip scrub on the beauty industry map has sold a controlling minority stake to BGM Ventures, a company led by Greg Cooper, who got it, uh, third-party logistics uh, provided fulfillment works to $20 million in annual revenues and sold it to supply chain uh, specialists stored for an undisclosed uh, amount. Cooper is joining a C-suite group that includes Robert Meehan, former EVP of Benefit Cosmetics, to lead Sarah Hap's operations and scale um, its businesses. Um, a CEO is expected to be named next year, uh, according to Cooper. Hap, who remains a minority shareholder, will spend her time and energy on product development, creative direction, and sales. BGM Ventures' investment will go towards uh, increasing Sarah Hap's workforce, which now stands at six people, ensuring it has inventory to keep up with demand and expanding its product range. While the brand has largely been profitable throughout its history, a priority for Cooper will be improving its cost of goods and supplier terms. Do you remember uh, Sarah Hap? Janice? Oh, okay. Yeah, that uh, lip scrub, I remember, and I still have it, actually. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a good thing <laughs> or a bad thing, but I bought it years ago, and I still have it. I mean, you can just use a little bit of her product, and it goes a long way. Um, but it was such a great um, lip scrub, and I, I still use it to this day. Um, I'm going to skip around this article a little bit. It's really long, but I just wanted to uh, pull out some of the um, 
some of the uh, more important important stuff. Let's see. So Sarah says she gets to be a true founder and creative, which is what she loves uh, the most. The brand is stocked at roughly 1,500 doors in the United States at retailers such as Saks Fifth Avenue, Revolve, Nordstrom, Anthropology, 13 Loon, and QVC, along with 600 boutiques. Abroad, it's sold in 22 countries and planning to heighten its profile, uh, particularly in Asian and Middle Eastern countries, as well as the United Kingdom. As she was touring during the day as a programming manager at ESPN, Pap dedicated her evenings to devouring beauty magazines. She noticed that although there were scrubs for other body parts, there weren't any for lips. In fact, a Google search of the term lip scrub turned up no results. Um, in 2005, Hap developed a lip scrub in her kitchen with oils and sugars and took it to five stores in the Los Angeles area. Among them, the defunct shop, the beauty closet, and Larchmont Beauty. They all bought it on the spot. I cannot remember. Did we buy ours from the beauty actually, uh, the beauty closet? That, yes. We actually bought it that's at what, the beauty closet in Los Angeles. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, so they all bought it on the spot. The store reaction was validation for Hat, and she received further validation a year later from the magazine People, where Reese Witherspoon was highlighted as a fan of Sarah Hat's lip scrub. In two hours, the brand generated more sales than Hap's annual salary at ESPN, and she decided to quit her job to concentrate on it. Initially, Hap poured 15000 from her personal savings into setting Sarah Hap off the ground. In 2006, she invited friends to, ba- uh, to back the brand, and during the height of the pandemic, she used mezzanine capital and government loan funding to tie the brand over as sales of lip merchandise sank because people were covering their lips with masks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of mm-hmm. lip products sank during that time. Uh, still, Hap notes the brand has primarily been bootstrapped, she says. We have been running like a startup for 18 years. We think like a startup. We spend like a startup. Currently, Sarah Hap's assortment has around 25 stock-keeping units priced from 18 to $48. Its bestseller is the Lip Slip, a moisturizing lip gloss that went through 200 iterations before being finalized. Going forward, the brand anticipates boosting the array of colors and flavors it offers, in addition to launching at least one new product per quarter. Calling itself the lip expert, Sarah Happ is staying squarely in the lip category with future products. Happ says, as flooded as the market is for our company, that only does lips and our chemists that are charged with working with us to do only lip products. There are gaping holes that exist. We'll, we'll be releasing products that fill a white space in our first to market. So I thought that was interesting, especially we're going to be talking to Carol Very. about her lip product. So, um, but it was interesting because it was Sarah Happ, and I know I, I really love um, her lip scrubs. I haven't had the opportunity to try um, any of her other lip products, but I do love her lip scrub. Yeah, I was just kind of stuck on the scrub. I didn't even know she had other stuff. Um, yeah. But the, the scrub is definitely a winner for sure. Yes, yes. All right. Well, with that out of our way, let's bring on our guest. Welcome to the show again, Miss Kara Rashid. Thank you, ladies. Hi to my favorite twins. <laughs> Hi, Kara. Hey, Denise. Hey, Denise. Hey. Hey, Happy, happy Sunday. Happy, happy Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> we are well. This is 
Is it Sunday? Yeah. I've been listen, I've been in LA all week, so my brain is like uh right. Right. yeah. It's yeah, it's a brain drain and it's unrest mode. Yes. Well it is I get it is on again. It is nine oh eight PM on Sunday, okay? Nine oh eight PM. Thank you. Thank you, baby. Thank you guys for having me on again. Of course. Of course. Of course. So since the last time you were on, we received invitations to come and uh, take a look and sample at something that's um, new and amazing and very important to you, and we wanted you to come on and have the opportunity to share it with our audience um, and just give them a little glimpse into what you're doing. Well, oh, well, thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you guys for coming. I was so happy to see your face. I, you know, since back up a little bit since we last spoken, since we've last mm-hmm. spoken, I have created a lip line called the Evolution of Rouge. Um, and how this how this creation came about, I would say probably over the past couple of years, I, I've, I've thought about doing a lip line. Um, and it just wasn't really the, you know, the right time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when, when, when we have, when we, you know, it's, it's interesting how things just kind of, you know, you think about things in your head for so long and then all of a sudden you're like, you know what, this is the perfect time to do it. The perfect time for me to do it, you know, specifically was when I got involved with doing, you know, the carpet heading the color purple. And I remember, right. you know, trying all these red lipsticks. You know, I went out, bought a bunch of reds. You know how we do when mm-hmm. we're having to do something mm-hmm. for a project. Right. I, let me tell you, I spent so much time mixing colors, trying to make sure that all the ladies had different shades of red so nobody had the same red on. Oh, wow. And yeah. So, yeah, and so that is really what kind of sparked the idea um, of coming mm-hmm. up with some various reds, you know, to kind of pay homage to the color purple. So mm-hmm. that is how it was born, honestly. You know, so, 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 you know, from mixing colors to, you know, deciding that I wanted to do, you know, a couple different shades that, again, were, you know, reminiscent of what, we used on the color purple for the three bold women majorly that was in it. Of course, we had many women um, on mm-hmm. the color purple. So we had all those dancings and all of that stuff. Um, so that's yeah. how it really, that's really how it came about. So can you help that. talk to us a little bit about um, the three lipsticks and then I mean, I know this conversation is supposed to be about your your collection, but I, I can't help but to, to talk about the color purple just a little bit. Can you tell us, um, the, can you talk about the three lipsticks and and which actress wore which lipstick? Or, or, or were they, those lipsticks weren't available then, right? Okay, so the lipsticks weren't really available during that time. Um, this is why I came up with the collection. The thing that really was was inspiring to me is, you know, naming the lipsticks and, and coming up with, like, the blue red and the orange red okay. and the berry red. Those are the colors that we used, you know, in the movie for each, so, you know, various actors. That was our palette. 
um, you know, mm-hmm. specifically, you know, for for our leading ladies. Um, I wanted to also, I guess, throughout the process of working on this project, you know, some of the things that, you know, struck me, you know, not only was, you know, throughout the thread of the film itself, you know, there's things in the film that speaks to, you know, the women being real resilient, you know, it's affirming Mm -hmm. names on all the products that I have, you know, on the three lip shades. You know, I wanted to have something that was affirming, right, so that when you're wearing it, you know, and hope that it's going to inspire you to be affirmed and to affirm yourself. You know, so the name of the lipstick, you know, that's how the name of the lipsticks came about. You know, one of the colors, like, for example, it's called Resilient. It's the berry red color. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, in my mind, when I was thinking about the berry red, you know, you can kind of think about who was the tough, one of the toughest women in the movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, so, you know, resilient, and, and, and it just resonated with me, you know, the name resilience, the name hope, you know, which is a blue red. Um, mm-hmm. And then I also have inspiration, which is an orange red. Uh, again, the, the affirming names really were also inspired by, you know, the thread of things that happened throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? That makes yes. sense. That makes sense. Um, yeah. And I, I know, I think you said hope was the blue red. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt like. And just to be, and just to be clear too, that this is this is not a, a, a product. You know, separate. Right. You know, they didn't. You know, they're not endorsing my pro- product. I'm not. You know, saying that. You know, it's right. their product. Gotcha. You know, but again, right. you know, like you know the the you know one of the women wore. You know, a, a, a blue red shade. One of the women wore yeah. an orange red shade, and one of the women wore a berry shade. Yeah, right. That's so. what I was thinking. It was it was inspired by by the colors that you mixed up. Um, exactly. To, exactly. Yeah. You yeah. know, we were like in the kitchen, myself and we <laughs> were. <laughs> You know, you want to find something, you know, because it was important to kind of separate as characters, to separate them all through various shades of red. Of course, we know in the, you know, it was a period movie, um, Mm -hmm. so, you know, you have so many shades of red, you know, but you wanted it to be the right shade of red for the right complexion on the right person, right? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. It's so funny because I was laughing when when you said um, you were in the kitchen because it reminded me when we were prepping for Till, I felt like we spent one whole prep day just, you know, finding lipsticks, like, you know, coming up with lipsticks for, like, um, women in the north in Chicago and, and white women in Chicago, black women in Chicago, and then finding red lipsticks for white women in the South and black women who may um, wear lipstick in the South because not all of them wore red lipstick. So it was, exactly. it was, it, 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 it does take a lot of, of research and, and, you know, and, and mixing and, and, and just trying to come up with, you know, the right shade. And like you said, for different complexions as well, because that's important. It's really important. And that's part of a, a developing 
you know, a character, you know. However, I wanted to, you know, not only, you know, develop the character, but I wanted to, it was important for me to be able to have, you know, colors that I know would cross over to just our everyday woman. Everybody mm-hmm. likes a shade of red. Most women, anyway, like a sh- some right, shade of women. red. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's how, I guess for, you know, I guess after working, too, like over 30 years, it's so it's so interesting how, you know, I've been sharing art and my passion for beauty for countless women, um, you know, for, for as a department head for a long time. You know, so I really, you know, when I, when I thought about, you know, doing something, I wanted to do something that was not only uh, beautiful, you know, but something that was affirming and something that had uh, good, that was a good product as well. Mm-hmm. So the very best ingredients I, I really did have in mind when when I was thinking about doing a look product. You know, as we know, working on television, I, I really didn't want to do, I wanted to do something that was emollient and creamy, yet you could mm-hmm. wear it, you know, as a full color lipstick. You guys bought the lipsticks, right? Did you get a chance to yes, try it? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I did, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, you it know, feels so really good on. Exactly, because they're infused with vitamin E, you know, mm-hmm. and, and and vanilla extracts are also in there. So I wanted something that was creamy, but it was long-lasting, but not like one of the lipsticks that, you know, you put on and after a few hours of wearing it, you know, it's kind of dry and, you know, you right. have to continue to put gloss. I just didn't want to do a drying uh, yes. lip color. I wanted something that had more emollient to it. And I think that I hit the nail on the head with these particular lip colors. Uh, the great thing is about the lip colors, too, is that you can wear them also as a stain. When you put them on, you know, you can kind of blot them down and wear them as a stain if that's what you prefer doing, Right. Right. I just didn't want one of those 24-hour lasting things. Not yes. knocking anybody that does a 24-hour, <laughs> God bless them. I just right. want right. to, you know, working on a on a show and using a, a lipstick that stays on for 24 hours, like I, I think I did that one time and it gave me nightmare, you know, trying to get it off and change the color. Well, and I'm sure. To, it, it was a nightmare for me, so... Uh, wow! Like we like 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 we work we we work long hours, but we really don't want it to last that long. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. You know so the great thing too, uh, you know, that I found, I I really did want everybody represented. You know, so uh, you know, from the whitest, lightest, you know, white girl to the darkest right. chocolate black girl, you know, can, can wear these shades and they wear really, really well. It's so funny. When I uh, was going to be uh, featured in O Magazine, literally from the time that I got the word that I was going to be featured in O Magazine with my lip collection, I literally had probably three or four days. They wanted, the, they wanted samples right away. I didn't wow. have any pictures at the time. I had my samples, but they, okay. you know, they didn't have, you know, I, you know, I had my samples, but I didn't have no artwork, nothing. 
Oh, wow. I literally, I literally called up, you know, a couple of people that I knew. Um, mm-hmm. I did a photo shoot. I did, you know, I had a, you know, I, you know, I had myself, you know, a real chocolate girl and a, and a real white girl, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, just to show the range. Uh, right. You know, but when they, when they decided that they were going to do a story originally, you know, I had been told that I had missed the deadline, and, you know, and I was like, oh, okay, no problem. But it went from that, like on a literally on. I think I sent the email on a Thursday. On a Friday, I got a response, and we talked, and they were like, "Oh, you kind of missed the deadline," you know. To it went from there to them actually reaching out to me. I think it was that Monday, saying they not only wanted to feature my lipstick, but they wanted to do my story as well. So that's how it ended up getting into O Magazine with my lip collection, and them doing a whole full page of my story in addition to showcasing my evolution of Rude's lip products, you know, resilient hope and inspiration. So I was just absolutely flabbergasted Um, (laughs) because they don't tell you. You know, I thought I was going to have like a little, a little, you know, section in there. I didn't realize I was going to get a full page. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, going back to the business side of this all, did you face any challenges when you um, created the the collection, trying from creation to actually putting it out there? Were there any challenges that you faced? Well, you know what? Let me just say this. It's it's not for the faint of heart to do a product, you know, to just, you know, I guess anybody can just go get a product and put their name on it. You know, right. but the, the challenges, you know, that I that I absolutely face challenges, you know, in terms of, you know, just deciding, making a decision about, okay, you know, what's going to, you know, coming up with the whole, you know, name selection and really, you know, saying, okay, this is what I'm going to use because this is what's inspired me from this movie, you know, supply, you know, money, money issues happened. It it takes a lot of investment, mm-hmm. you know, to be mm-hmm. able to do something creative um, and make it beautiful um, and just right. pour your heart into it. So absolutely, I face challenges, you know, hoping that I had enough money in my savings to do it, yes. you know, because it was self-funded. Yes. And, you know, you know and my sister was um, talking about Sarah, it's, what is it, hip Sarah Hap? You were just talking yes. about with the lip scrub, mm-hmm. and you. Yes. And she said that her business. She treated her business like a startup for like eighteen years, and mm-hmm. I was I was thinking back as to when my when my sister and I did it. I was like, she's absolutely right. That's how you have to treat it, like it's a startup, constantly, also putting everything that you earn right back in. You know what I mean? And absolutely. because. Like you were just saying, it takes a lot of money for every little aspect of it all. For every little and aspect. And I don't think people think about that. You know, you think about the packaging, the box, the, the, mm-hmm. the yes. you know, every single thing costs. It, 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 yep. it really does. And so I understand that. And then after you, and then after you get the, you know, the product established, it takes, it, it, it takes again, it takes more than a notion to do a retail product because you got to think about marketing, you got to think about branding it, you got to think about partners in terms of where mm-hmm. are you going to be able to get it out there, you know, and be seen. Right. And it's 
and it's a daily it's a daily thing. Yeah, yeah. It really is. It's a daily thing of kind of hitting the pavement, particularly, you know, for a brand that, you know, no one really knows about. They, there's thousands of lipsticks mm-hmm. out here on the market. So what makes your product different, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. the thing about that is is that you have to, for me, you know, uh, you know, not only just pouring my heart into it, but, you know, kind of having a story behind why I created the brand, right. Uh, right. you know, making sure that it was something that I loved. And, you know, and of course I did tests on, on the product and had, you know, and got feedback from, you know, my family, from my friends, from other people, from business people, you know, so all that went into play, you know, uh, but it is definitely – it's work. You ladies have had a line, right? Or you still have yeah. a line, Illusion Cosmetics, right? It's work. Right. So, <laughs> it's so work. It's constant. It's constant mm-hmm. work. It really is until you are able to really get it out there and bring it to market in a big way. And if you're a little, right. you know, small, you know, if you're a smaller operation or you're funding it yourself, you have to kind of go through that process until you get to a point of taking on investors to grow your brand. Exactly. Yeah. And we had to, um, we actually had to pivot a little and just kind of sit back and reevaluate what we wanted to do with it because, um, like you were saying, everybody has, a, has a, like either a lipstick line or a full cosmetics line. And, you know, when we first started years ago, it was about, having options for more options for um, women of color because you, you just did not find it in the cosmetic um, options that were out there. Now you have all of these bigger brands who are also providing more options for people of color. You know, they have about 50 foundation shades and, you know, you see a whole lot of this and now some of those other brands, that weren't for that didn't cater to women of color are now extending their shade collection as well. So Absolutely. it was one of those things where we had to kind of step back and kind of say, okay, like I'm listening to what you're saying about having a story behind why, you know, why you're doing it, you know? And so it's like, this is why we were doing it. Now, I don't know how many years later, what's the, what's our why now? So it's just like, kind of stepping back, reevaluating it. And then the other side of that is, like you said, it's an everyday thing, the marketing, the this, the that. And it's like, you know, you have this career in film and television, but then you have this line over here that's an everyday thing, just trying to figure out how it's going to work. You know what I mean? <laughs> how it's going to work past the, okay, we can let people find out about it and, and, and they buy it online, of course, but it takes so much more now. Like before, when we back when we first started out, it was, what, 1989, 2000, something like that, and it was like mm-hmm. also word of mouth, and you could just right. take it to work with you or whatever or, or do whatever and could sell, you know, and then you have a website and it grows, but all the resources that we had now was not there back then. So Absolutely. It, and, and, so mm-hmm. we had to grow our business a different way. 
But now right. with social media and all of this stuff, it's just a lot to, to really step back and think about. Mm-hmm. That's what I was saying earlier, you know, that it, it takes more than a notion because you have to really think about to do one product generally, if you're doing it the right way, it's going to be about $25,000 per, per product. You know, so yes. at least based on my research that I've done yes. and the work that I've and that's, done. that's true. You know, so so the thing of it is is that, you know, my whole approach is to move slow and steady. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and luckily for me, I guess because my name is kind of out there, it's been selling like hotcakes, which is great, but I've had help from O Magazine. You know, they have it also on their on their uh, platform on O'Daily online, you know, in mm-hmm. addition to doing social media as, mm-hmm. as well, you know, and having support from, like, you ladies. And, mm-hmm. you know, I have some other uh, interviews and stuff that I have lined up with some of the local stations here. So, so it's, it's really, um, for sure takes more than a notion, but I'm so happy that, I, that I've done it. I think, you know, particularly, you know, working within the television and film industry, it, you know, as we know, you know, is great to, you know, be able to set yourself apart and have some other options. It's really important at this time, you know, to right. have to do that. And who better to, to do, you know, something with makeup outside of the people like us? Well, Absolutely. We work with the product. We know we right. work with the product. We know what performs well. We know what doesn't perform well. That's why it was important, you know, for me to be able to get behind my own product, you know, to uh, make sure it was something that I could be proud of. Absolutely. You know, that's that's very important because um, we were speaking to Ashanta Sharif not that long ago, and she was saying um, she was talking about like some of these celebrity cosmetic lines, and she was saying how, you know, some of them are going bankrupt, and she was saying that one of the things that she wished is that when a celebrity comes out with a a cosmetics line is that they would attach their makeup artists to it. Like she said, because all these celebrities, they don't know anything about makeup and skin and all that, and it's like they don't do makeup, and it's like how can you – promote this line without using your makeup artist. You should have your makeup artist attached to it. So as makeup artists, working makeup artists, it's great that, you know, you to be the face of your product, you know what I mean, to, to help push your product. But at least you know what you're talking about. And it's so interesting that you say that because I've actually had many actors that I've worked on that have purchased a product, you know, and, and they purchased the product because, number one, they trust me, and you know what I'm saying, and they know that yeah. I'm not going to put something out that's not going to be that's going to be terrible, you know. Right. Um, you know, so there. But I agree with her. I love her too. She's such an yeah. inspiration because this is somebody that has picked up themselves up by their bootstraps, decided that they were going to do a line, and she's going full fledged. As a matter of fact, I I I I look forward to meeting her because let me tell you. When you're doing something of this magnitude, you're putting out a product, you're putting out a line, or you're doing something creative, whatever it is, I think that we all need mentors to look to, you know, that's either right. done it or doing it, you know what I mean, so that it, right. it, it creates a pathway uh, for right. for you. It's just like us teaching, 
right? Uh, it's creating a pathway for those people that are coming behind us. Uh, so, so definitely, um, you know, it is it, it has definitely been quite an undertaking. But I'm so happy that I that I followed through. And thank goodness, I think you had Melissa Hebert on your show too uh, yeah. a couple months ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 She's amazing too. She was very helpful in branding and, and, and how to market my product. Um, she's just been very supportive, you know. So that's the other thing too. The other flip side of it is, I think that when you decide to step out, like I just stepped out on faith and said, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to take my savings and create, start creating my brand. And that's what I did, you know, betting on myself. Instead of, you know, waiting for somebody to give me a job, I'm looking at ways in which I can create a job for myself and then ultimately hopefully be able to create jobs for other people. Right. Yeah. Now, I know you and said you, know, you, were, you were going to – I know you said you were going to move slow. So do you plan to eventually add um, other products to Carol Rushy's beauty? I, I absolutely Absolutely. I absolutely uh, plan to add additional products as this one goes on. This was a great starting point to kind of get my name out there and start feeling my way. Um, But absolutely, I plan to add additional products as time goes on. Nice. Nice. Absolutely. I am resilient. I am inspiration. I am hope. (laughs) That's right. That's right. That's absolutely right. right? Mm -hmm. And I agree. Loving person. And I agree. I do. I do. I agree that you know we all should have something else. Um, And I'm. And I think about. I'm just particularly talking about um, artists who are like in film and TV. There has to be more. There has to be more than just that. I mean, this strike a couple years before COVID, you know, with the shutdown, yeah. uh, we have to be we have to be able to use other talents. Uh, we have to have other ideas and dreams. You know, I feel like you just can't sit around, like you said, and wait for somebody to give you an opportunity. We have everything that we we need and we have is within us. We can use what we have Absolutely. to get to the next level. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was just thinking that in my spirit when you said that. It is the absolute truth. We have so many gifts, but we only use a very small percentage of our gifts. It's so interesting. When I was in Florida, I actually had um, – uh, you know, I had a spa in one of the Marriott properties down there, um, and for five years, and I oh, had wow. a, I had a, a, I had a product line, but it was uh, a custom blend makeup line. And back then, you know, you can get makeup, you know, relatively inexpensive. You know, so I yeah. dabbled mm-hmm. in makeup for a long time. Even when I had, a, you know, the contract with the Home Shopping Network for three years, I had to purchase makeup for all those women that were on air hosts. Um, and mm-hmm. my team, I had a, like 15 people that worked on my staff during that time. So I was dabbling in makeup then, you know, so, you know, to where I was purchasing, purchasing large amounts of makeup from some of the private label companies uh, back then. Mm-hmm. So I've been around makeup for a long time in terms of from the, from the, 
usage area outside mm-hmm. of just doing it for TV and film, you know, and mm-hmm. kind of understanding the whole process of, you know, creating a product and that whole thing. But it is so much more complicated now because you have so many options, number one, you know, and then also bringing it to market is a whole other thing. It's a whole other budget that you need to be aware of, whereas before, you know what I mean? It's just changed. The, the, The landscape has changed so tremendously, but I do believe that, you know, if you have something in your heart, something in your spirit, a gift, that you know of and you're sitting on it. You just have to just step out on faith. And I think the strike for me really propelled me because, like I said, I've been talking about this for a couple of years uh, with my friend Melissa. I've been talking about it and talking about it, you know, along with some other stuff. But I think for me the strike was like another thing to say, look, you got to move. You know what I mean? You got to get something Mm -hmm. in motion. Um, as opposed yeah. to waiting, you know, and I'm so happy that I that I was able to to do this. In addition to my education, I got a lot more involved, you know, with with my school, you know, the TV and Film Makeup Academy, because I'm like, you know what, I we have gifts, you know, and mm-hmm. we just got to use them. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And talk about. Talk about that a little bit, Carol. Talk about your your TV and Film Academy and, and, you know, just tell our listening audience a little bit about um, the classes, you know, you offer and and how they can um, take them. Yeah, the TV and Film Makeup Academy um, is uh, a school, you know, where I started out doing, you know, small workshops back in 2016. And, you know, to teach up-and-coming artists, you know, how to move about within the industry. So, you know, I have a class, you know, that's, that's called um, Introduction to Television and Film, where people come in. You know, I teach them how to, you know, I teach them, like, the basic things that you should know when you show up on a set day one, right? You mm-hmm. should, number one, know how to read your call sheet, know how mm-hmm. to uh, you know, no set etiquette, understand set etiquette, you know, which a lot of people just don't know, and just know a little bit more about the business side of the business, okay? And one right. week, we teach you how to learn about the business side. I also teach them about bruising, scrapes, and scars, which is something that is very basic that each person, when you show up on day one, you should know how to do. I teach them how to work with facial hair. Uh, I do an introduction to, you know, land facial hair. We go over color theory. Um, You know, it's the the basics down to the nuts and bolts of how you move about within the industry. Of course, it's all introing to that, so we do that. I also have a department head class that I'm going to start teaching in February of next year. It's going to be a Mm two-day class, you know, specifically for people you know, that have worked in the industry for a couple of years. Maybe they've been working mm-hmm. in background or maybe they've been a key and they really right. want to learn how to department head um, with ease, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, teaching them about the whole, you know, the management side and the business side of department heading, how to negotiate, how to do, you know, there are a lot of things that people don't realize that they don't know until they get into it. I, I have people right now, you know, department heading 
uh, shows that are newer, and they're ringing my phone every week because they need help. <laughs> right. You know, and I try to right. help them. I've mentored so many people, um, you know, so we're going to be doing, you know, that, rolling that out next year. Also a key class I'm rolling out next year as well, uh, the second quarter of next year. So the TVM Film Makeup Academy is a good place. I do small classes, um, anywhere from eight to ten students. You know, so it's very intimate. You know, it's all hands-on. It's at my studio that's located down in Midtown in Atlanta. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a it's a great it's a great thing. I just enjoy giving back to people to help them be able to succeed on set right. because so many people end up on set and they don't they don't have a clue. I've heard some of these people, you know, in background, you know, before, and they don't know, you know. So, and on set, when you're on set, yes, it's great to learn stuff on set, but, like, the basic stuff, stuff I think that everybody should really kind of know when they show up, you know. But sometimes yeah. people get yeah. opportunities, and you want to give people opportunities. But I certainly have had situations where perhaps somebody really didn't know how to fill out their paperwork properly. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm really excited about that. Come to the TV and film makeupacademy.com. Go to my website. It's got all the. <laughs> it's got my. <laughs> it's got all that information on there. Uh, in terms of, I think it's got my class that I have coming up in January down on there right now. It's the introduction to television and film, and I'm going to be updating uh, it with the department head class uh, very soon. As you know, I've been kind of on the road and and just trying to. Mm-hmm get out and promote the color purple because it's coming out in December, yes. uh, December the 25th, you yes. know, but uh, 2024, I have a lot more classes that I'm going to be doing. Nice. Is there anything no, that you want to tell us about the color purple? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I said, is there anything that you want to tell us about the color purple? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't understand you. Well, you know what? The color purple is so interesting, you know, the color purple. I'm just really, um, you know, it was just an honor working on that project. You know, the director mm-hmm. of that project, uh, Bliss Bozwoli, God bless him. I wish every director worked like he worked. When we, mm-hmm. when I initially uh, did, you know, got hired on this project, you know, first of all, it took, um, I had an interview with, I think I had three different interviews, but I but one interview was the initial interview, and then I had another interview where, you know, he, you know, I shared my, you know, uh, boards with him in terms of what I thought that all the ladies should look like on The Color Purple because I knew that it was going to be very different from the original. You know, so I came to right. him with my ideas, and then – uh, and then I think like four months went by or five months went by. And I said, oh, maybe they hired somebody else. And at the time I had an agent and she, and, and she kept saying, no, they didn't hire anybody else. They, you know, I don't know what's going on, but they said that they, they still want you is what she said. And, but literally, I think I ended up waiting six months. I was literally in the process of negotiating another deal for another show uh, when they finally called and gave the date, like, you know what I mean? So it was like maybe a five or six-month process in terms of how I was hired for that project. And let me tell you something. We had so many 
so many, and I've said this publicly, so that's why I'm able to share it with you guys. We had hundreds of tattoos to cover on that show, mm-hmm. hundreds, you know, with all the mm-hmm. dancers. Yeah. Um, so I ended up getting this product from the UK. We had to airbrush so much stuff to, to speed it up, uh, mm-hmm. but it was a lot of work is all I can tell you. It was a labor-intensive job, but I'm so happy that we were able to do it. Um, you know, been watching the, you know, I've been seeing the screenings, and it's, it's, it's phenomenal. I think people are going to be nice. really moved by it. Nice. Now, can you can you share that product from the U.K. that that you use for the tattoos? Oh, yes. It's called Makeup, M-A-K-U-P. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I have yeah, that. I'm sure okay. you guys are familiar with it, but I, I bought, yes. you know, when you buy it, they sell it here in the states, but very small amount. I, you know, I exactly. Bought, you know, yeah. So select colors no. too. You can't really necessarily get all the colors you're looking for. Exactly. Well, let me just say I had to get liters of that stuff. That's how many tattoos we had. And then of course you wow. know Fantasia has you know full speed, yes. you know for mm-hmm. every day, every single day mm-hmm. I had to spray those tattoos. You know so. Um, you know, and some days, you know, I, I'd have, I'd have, you know, have uh, Mylene help me. Some days I've had, you know, I would have Gazi help me. But honey, we had to get those folks out. Quick, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So now, now, Carol, we had a question about um, your classes again, and they're wanting to know. Viola, Viola wants to know if your classes are being offered virtually as well. You know what? That some of the classes are like I like initially uh, those two classes that I spoke about uh, the mm-hmm. the class for uh, intro class is going to be in the studio. The department head class will be also available virtually, and the key class will be available virtually as well, okay. as well as in gotcha. the studio. We'll do it at the same time. The hand, the okay. in, the introduction to TV and film. That's kind of a hard class to do virtually because laying facial hair, doing bruising, yeah. it really is something that you have to do to the feel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I haven't quite figured out how to do that class virtually. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so... So right now, but I, but I, you know, there's so many classes that need to be shared with people. But again, it's you know, writing the curriculum, getting it together. It's it's, it's a process to do it the it's right lot, way. Yeah. When somebody yeah. comes to my comes to a class that I'm doing, I want to make sure they get more than their money's worth. You know, so and it's not a foo foo class, right? So, exactly. You know, it takes a lot of time. I literally have been working on my department head class for over a year and finally just finished it a couple weeks ago. I can imagine because it's a lot of information, and it's constantly it's, changing. It is so much information. It's so much information. And it does constantly change, but I think there are basic things that each person that's, that's, in, a, yeah. Yeah, that's in a managerial position um, should really understand. I'm surprised some people don't know how to negotiate, you know, for, for you know, there's some things that every department head should be doing, in, in my opinion, should be the gold standard. So mm-hmm. so th- that's what I uh, have spent a lot of time to really pull that together so that when you do come to the class, when you leave that class, you're confident 
that you're able to do it. And then they'll also have access to me for up to a year, you know, if they want to call and, you know, ask questions if they're stuck, which I, you know, like I said, I have a couple people doing that now, uh, you know, that are department heading, that that are newer. You know, I'm a phone call away. They can pick up the phone, and I'm happy to help because the thing of it is is that in this market, I really want the standards um, raised in this market. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think mm-hmm. that we get a lot of work here, and, and it's a town where, you know, you get opportunities that you wouldn't necessarily get in New York or get in mm-hmm. L.A. Like, you can kind of fumble your way through in, mm-hmm. in Atlanta, unfortunately. And so mm-hmm. my, whole, my whole thing is to help raise the level of, um, you know, of, of, of some of the newer department, some of the newer department heads that are here. I want to help them be the best representation for us all. That's how we all grow. Right. Do you think that um, uh, the fact that this is a right-to-work state has a lot to do with that as well as um, having so much reality TV and you have so many people um, that come from reality TV that find their way into film. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that plays a part into why so many people are getting, um, you know, stumbling upon these opportunities? Well, I think that I think that's part of it. I think it's a bigger, I think it's a bigger issue. To be honest with you, I think ultimately, excuse me. Ultimately, with the producers, it, it boils down to cents and dollars, okay? So, oh, yeah. you know, in the bottom line, right? Mm-hmm. So you take a person like yourself and your sister, you know, with the body of work, you know, the beautiful body of work that you guys have done and what I've done, you know, you get somebody that's maybe done, you know, a couple, you know, department head shows, you know, mm-hmm. we're not going to come in at the same rate that the person has done three shows or four shows, right? But right, you get right. producers that, you know, they don't care, especially on certain projects. They don't care. Yeah. They want the person that they think might be able to do the job that's cheaper, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and, mm-hmm. and I can tell you, I know for, you know, for sure that that has happened before where they hire people in the next season. They're hiring an experienced person to come in and fix the mess that yep. the inexperienced yep. person made from season one. You know, so mm-hmm. I think that, you know, it's kind of twofold. And I also feel like there's there's so much work in Atlanta that, you know, everybody and their sister and their brother have flocked here because people are trying to feed their family. So you can't, you know, get mm-hmm. angry about that. The thing of it is, is that, you know, with them coming, you know, if they don't have the knowledge then it's going to take people like us to, to, to share the knowledge with them if they want it. Some of them don't if want they it. Want Some it. of them yeah. are getting, yep. they're, they're getting hired and they don't feel like they need it until they get stuck in something, right, or get yep. hired. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, mm-hmm. I, can't t- I can tell you, you know, I've had producers call me on the phone, you know, uh, because they've either had to fire somebody or they're looking to hire somebody. You know, many times I've had producers call and say, well, can you get? Can you give me somebody you know that can you know that can do this job, and 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 that's what you, you know, because I think what happens too is that you know the people that are competent that are experienced, hopefully you know they're getting the calls first, but it doesn't always happen, you know. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate that sometimes when you have a lot of experience, 
you know, people, there are certain companies that are going to call you because you got the experience, and guess what? They're going to pay you what your rate, what you're asking them for because they want the job done right, you know. Exactly. So the job, So the job that do want the cheaper person and they don't want to pay and they don't, you know, I don't know if I necessarily want to go work for them anyway, you know, so. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's two and threefold what you said, you know, uh, reality, you know, television definitely. You know, I think that's a market, you know, for people that are not in the union, you know, that's mm-hmm. perhaps, you know, a good market for them to start in. And if, and if they're really mm-hmm. smart, then they'll – you know, hook up with somebody, you know, that has been on the other side that's, you know, that perhaps they're in the union, perhaps they're doing union shows, and they go and get themselves educated and not just fall into the other, you know. But it's hard to tell right. people that when they're getting hired, right, for their skill. Right. You know. Um, I've right. worked with okay. a, few, a few people that have come from the reality world, and they've been, and honestly, they've been great, but they've had to learn, you know, some, some information about the, about the um, uh, the business side of the business. And I've been happy to share it with them, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, because as we know here in Atlanta, there are so many talented uh, makeup artists that can really paint. But now mm-hmm. if you start looking at people and trying to find folks that understand how to do bruising or understand how to put on, mm-hmm. a, on a basic prosthetic piece or, you know, or how to, you know what I'm saying? Or even how right. to do continuity properly or how to do, you know, these things that are so, that are intricacies that are within the TV and film industry that are basic requirements if you're working in the in the business, business particularly if you're working up on a trailer, you know. But, again, I'm sure you guys vet your people. I try to vet people, you know, that I hire. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when you have huge shows, you yeah. can, you know, and everybody's working, you know, it, it opens up an opportunity for, say, somebody that's coming from the, um, from the, uh, what do you call it? The um, reality? The, the, the reality world. Yeah. 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 You know, so. Mm. Always mm. something, Denise and Janice. Always, Always. <laughs> We got to keep working, though, girl, to 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 give back and to try That's and right. pour into, try and pour into the folks that want it because so many people they don't think they need it. You know what I'm saying? But, right. I, I yeah. Know absolutely. A, a, a lot of people that are working, they don't think that they really need. Uh, they don't think that they need the help. The smart ones know. Yeah. That they need smart to help, you know. Yeah, some people yeah. are just not open to it, you know. And they're they're not. It's it's amazing yeah. to me, and I try to mm-hmm. stay away from those people. Yeah, you or know, it's, or it's, there are people out there who 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 want it, but yet they don't want it from you because they don't want you to know that they don't know something. Oh wow! Really? It's so yes, and it's so sad that they feel like they have to hide that. You know what I mean? Instead of like you know being honest about what they don't know, so that they can get the help. You know, don't pretend because once you pretend, you're going to end up coming back to me anyway. Absolutely, absolutely. Just be be honest, and we can you know we can take care of everything (laughs) from the jump. Don't just you know. 
pretend like yeah. you got it all together and you don't. It's not good. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's so interesting because I, I think about it and I can just, I can generally tell when people are pretty, when they're, you know, when they don't know something. You know, and uh-huh. I guess I'm so yeah. direct. I, I'm so direct with them until, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever had somebody, I'm sure I have somewhere down the line, but I, I don't think I've had somebody say to me, oh, yeah, I know how to do X, Y, and Z, and then they really don't know how to do it, you know. Yeah. You know, but you, it, it's so interesting out here how I think that we all get, you know, a reputation. And I, I've gotten a reputation that I'm I'm tough, but I'm fair. Like, I will help you, and I will ask a question. I mean, even with me, you know, having the knowledge that, that I do have, I know there's so much stuff I don't know. And if I see somebody doing something, I don't know how to do it. I'll ask them so quick. I don't care what their skill that is. I will ask them, how do you do that, or how do you do that? I always right. remain open. You know, absolutely. That's the only way you're going to grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah. it's important. I think that comes yeah. with maturity, though, and, and confidence, and, and, yeah. and not and not being judged or thinking people are going to judge you because you don't know X, Y, yep. and Z. I don't. I don't think about it that way. I just try to learn what I can learn and keep it moving and and, and share what I can share and keep it moving. Yep. If people are open, if they're not open, I just keep keep going. I go next. You know what I mean? I try not yeah. to. I try to I try to work with people and put people around me where we can all kind of help and pour into each other because that's the that's only right. way we're gonna bring the level of our business up. That's absolutely right. right. Because, because department heads don't know everything, and that's okay. That's okay. That's absolutely. why you you know you put a, a key around you who may know something that you don't know because you're gonna learn from one another. That's that's the whole thing about being a team and being a department. We're a team, and we learn from yes. one another. And it's okay that we don't know everything, you know. We just know the things we need to know as to be department heads. That's what we got hired for. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? That is absolutely true. And you know what's so interesting is that I always hire by the job. Like, I don't automatically hire the same people all the time mm-hmm. because – what mm-hmm. your skill set for this job over here may not be your skill set for that job, right? So, right. you know, I always look at, you know, the script first, and then I hire mm-hmm. based on what the needs are for the show. So that may not yep. necessarily be who I hired on the last job. On the last one, yeah. You know, but I think as a department head or as anybody in leadership, you should understand the types of people and the type of team that you need supporting you, right? Um, right. So I don't know. That's kind of how I move like that. But I'm excited yeah. about the TVFilmMakeupAcademy.com. I'm excited about the evolution of Rouge, you know, com, And there's more to come. Yay. All right. Well, we're looking forward to it. <laughs> I appreciate you guys being so you guys are so supportive, and I'm so glad. You know, it's so funny. I was talking about both of you today about how you guys were, like, one of the first makeup artists. I remember, uh, Denise, I asked you to come meet me at um, someplace. I can't even remember where it was, you know, because you had started this po- You guys have started this podcast. And I was like, well, can you show me how to do that, how to get it oh, set up? Oh, yes. We were remember it. <laughs> You met me there and went through it. I mean, and just as quick as I thought I wanted to do it was as quick as I said, oh, no, I'm not doing that. 
but you. <laughs> I am so proud of you both, though, because it's been like over a decade that you've been doing this. Yeah, everybody's got a podcast. Everybody's got a podcast. Yeah. But you guys were doing this before <laughs> any of these folks out here. Yes. Yep, 15 I years. I love that. Fifth, yeah. Oh, it's been 15 years? Mm-hmm. So you guys have been ahead of the game all this time. And look at and look yep. at what you're doing. I'm so proud of you guys. That is so awesome that you are providing a platform for people like myself and Ashunta and, you know, and, and Melissa, you know, to, to talk and spread the word about what we're doing. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. Absolutely. It really is. It's women Absolutely. helping women. Yep. That's what it's all about. You got to help somebody, you know? So yeah, that's what it's all about. I love that, I love that so much. And I'm so grateful I appreciate y'all having me on again. Of course, of course. Anytime. Yes. Anytime. Thank well, you. Well, thank you so much, Carol. Um, if we don't thank speak you. to you before, have a wonderful holiday. Thank you, ladies. You two do the same. Have a beautiful thank holiday. Thank you so hopefully much. I'll, hopefully I'll see y'all in 2024 some one of these sets. Somewhere. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Like, what's next? I got to make it through right. the holidays. And come January, come, no, probably come February, my butt's going to be like, okay. Right. right. <laughs> Where y'all at? No, I'm, no. I'm claiming it. We're going we're gonna to get calls in December and January, and we're going to be working in February. It's happening for us all. I second that. Yes, yep. it's happening. <laughs> well, thank Absolutely. you, ladies, so You're much. welcome. Thank, thank you. Carol Honey. Rashid Beauty, look me up, Carol Rashid Beauty, carolrashidbeauty.com. Yep. Definitely. And we'll right. run over there right media. now. What was that? <laughs> I told them, go run over there right now. Yes. <laughs> I have my sex over here. All right, my ladies. Have a great night. All right, have a good evening. Thanks again. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you guys for tuning in. We were speaking with Carol Rashid of Carol Rashid Beauty. Again, you can go over to Carol Rashid, that's R-A-S-H-E-E-D, beauty.com, and check out the evolution of beauty at the three lipstick range. Um, and you can follow Carol. On, social, on Instagram at carol underscore Rashid. Um, I'm not sure if there's a Carol Rashid beauty page or evolution of beauty page. I'm not sure about that. I haven't seen anything. Um, but that's our show for tonight. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We wanted to have Carol on so she could promote her new lipstick line. For those of you who are fans of The Color Purple, go out and see the musical adaptation of the movie um, on December 25th, Christmas Day. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.